0: The views and opinions expressed in Media Litter Sandwich do not reflect on the views of the network, station, studio, website, sponsors, guests, hosts themselves, anyone or anything else associated or even not associated with this podcast, maybe not even the person that said them. In other words, do your own research and do not sue anyone over what is said on this show. (laughs) Welcome to MediaLer Sandwich, Um, recording from my basement again, Uh, but that's okay because this is kind of a bonus recording episode, Uh, that means I'll be ahead a few more episodes whenever I'm not at the Foundation Studio, and today joining me, hey look, see, video conference, you know I'm down here, I got a video conference going on, joining with me is Derek, hey Derek, what's going on?
1: Hey, how you doing, Scott? Good to be here. Uh, Big fan of your Derek's show. Derek's
0: in a couple bands. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. Really appreciate that. Um, he's a fellow veteran, and we'll get into that in a second, um, because for some reason, people want to hear me rant before I get into the interviews. I'm still not quite sure why. Uh, and I just want to say, for sure, video version's different than the audio version. Uh, so on this on this particular video right now, I'm using a, a cheaper webcam, but I have a really cheap background wall, and I could tell you, it does not look like what it does on camera in person. Uh, if you look at the wall, you can't see all the cat scratches that the cats use to climb up and down this thing. And I mean, there's, I could stick my fingers through this wall, no problem. Uh, eventually, <laughs> when I moved to a new location without cats, um, I have a few ideas what to do with this thing. Uh, One, I'm gonna totally go into all the light gels, all the sample light gels I have, and probably replace at least one or two panels. Uh, If you're not watching the video version, think of a a very long geisha door setup, like the Japanese like weird doors things with the paper on it. Uh, It's about, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of those panels. So it's a really long one. Uh, and at least three of them are completely torn up by cats. <laughs> so, yeah, um, don't buy <laughs> yeah. one of these if you have cats. <laughs> that, But it looks really cool on camera. So I'll probably next interview uh, that I do down here, which will be with another musician from somewhere in the world, uh, I'll, you'll probably see that again. I might even be wearing the same shirt. Might be recording the same day. You never know. But, uh, but speaking of bands Derek, you have several projects going on, but you contacted me or I contacted you. I forgot how that worked. Uh, over one in particular, can you tell us about that?
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I had been watching your podcasts, uh, with media leader sandwich and the other guys for a while. And, uh, then we got to talking, uh, on, uh, through Iraq and Afghanistan veterans of America and, um, decided to, uh, you know, we decided to do the talk and, um, Uh, I have a, one of the bands that I'm in, one of the projects is a band called We Are Beasts. Um, It's a a play on to the, uh, one of the credos that you're taught in uh, US Army Infantry School called The Law Credo. Um, So, and that project, We Are Beasts is uh, entirely themed around uh, the military. It has military themes in the lyrics um, around surrounding patriotism um, and, and general civil service and things like that. Kind of a, uh very much so a uh, four veterans by by veterans four veterans kind of uh band and project and just kind of music all together basically everybody involved with that band um is has either served in the military um currently serves in the military or some form of uh federal or civil service of various kinds um and uh we just uh we like making uh music uh in that specific genre the genre of, of metal, more specifically kind of metal core groove metal from the second, you know, late nineties, second wave and early third wave of the early two thousands and things like that. Um, where a lot of, uh, influences of what we listened to while we were in the military come from. Um, and, uh, yep. Been, uh, doing that project for about two years now. We have, one e p out a single out, and we have a full instrumental album uh coming out in probably about a month or so
0: yeah and you're uh you could find it on uh bandcamp right we are we are beast dot dot com
1: yep we are beast dot bandcamp dot com it's uh and the band is we are beasts um the e p is self titled and uh, the single Okay. Yeah, we are beasts, but um but the, the URL is we are beast at bandcamp.com. Somebody else has we are beasts plural, so <laughs> um but um but yeah we have the we have an EP out that's self-titled EP and then uh, a single that came out right before the EP that's uh that single is called Ultimate Sacrifice and that song is also on the EP and an instrumental version of that song will be on our full length album coming up.
0: Now you're not really on social media at all.
1: No, no, not really. I I have my YouTube channel. I don't, I'm not really active on it all that much. Sometimes I'll put a random song up. I'll upload a song, um, off of one of my projects onto my page, but, um, I'm not on Facebook. I don't use Twitter or any of that stuff. Um, I had Instagram for a short time and I really didn't like it. So I just stopped using it. And, um, I pretty much just stick to a little bit of YouTube navigation and then some of the, uh, internal, uh, media hubs for veterans like IAVA and whatnot to communicate with, uh, with other veterans and then, um, various music pages like SoundCloud. Um, and that's, uh, about the extent of my social media usage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, just another shout out to, uh, See, I I hate acronyms. I hate trying to remember acronyms. I-A-V-A, Iraqi and Afghanistan Veterans of America. Um, Shout out to, they have a really cool beta group. So if you are uh, a, oh, um if you are a veteran from the era, see, I'm going to mess up more with acronyms. uh o- <laughs> e- ah, God, I don't remember. It's been over 10 years. OEF, Operation Iraqi Freedom yeah. Operation <laughs> or Enduring Freedom, yep. either one of those. Um, or, although, or Global
1: War on Terror, yeah.
0: Yeah, if if you got one of those campaign badges. um. They're, 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 the forums sometimes are kind of quiet but it's good and uh and of course there's other forums out there which part of dysfunctional veterans dv radio of course we're syndicated on dvradio.net, but dysfunctional dysfunctional veterans has a lot of cool things they have their own internal forums and stuff like that if anyone's really interested in that kind of stuff and of course they're on facebook and all that good stuff as well um how hard is it to advertise without using Facebook or Twitter? I'm not even going to touch Instagram. I barely touch Instagram.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it, that was kind of why I've gone on Instagram initially was to do a little bit of promotion because I do, apart from uh, recording music with various projects, I also do, um, I, I, uh, do uh, custom, custom logos from the traditional sense. I, I draw them and then I scan them and do editing, and then I do that with artwork as well. Um, I paint and then I draw and, and such as well. But, um, I was using that for advertising or marketing for a little bit, but it just uh, typical social media, is just a mire of other stuff that, you know, you don't want to have to see or deal with. So I, I stopped using it. But, um, as, as far as exposure now, it's, uh, it's other more just like media music centric, uh, websites like SoundCloud or YouTube. Um, there's a lot of actual like promotion pages on YouTube too that um you know they'll put your music up and promote it or if you have your own channel you put it up and then you get you get a little bit of exposure that way. And then with uh with Bandcamp it's nice because it's it's uh, an official page and segue for people who have accounts on Bandcamp to explore new music and and find new artists as well as um you know put things on wish lists and share it on their social media and things like that. So even if you're not on that much social media, if you use one of those platforms for um, releasing and selling material and, and whatever else, you know, it kind of gets out there. So, um, it's a pretty useful, pretty useful tool. And Bandcamp's really popular now. It's one of the largest, uh, um, platforms as far as, uh, uh, both record labels and independent underground artists, um, for use for selling music and kind of getting it out there apart from like, uh, Spotify and iTunes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, "Media
0: Alert sandwich is on Spotify and iTunes and a ton of other stuff. I don't think Bandcamp's really there for podcasts, but um, so hey, look if someone really wants some Bandcamp, we'll check it out. But I have not got that request yet. <laughs> I don't think they really do. Well, that's a, that's why I always say that. Like, hey, if I were if you're using something that we're not on, let us know, and I'll at least investigate because I know at least three or four different apps that people use that we're not on. Nobody's requested those yet. So if I don't have to spend the money or time or research it, then I'm not going to, at least not yet. But when I talk to other podcasters, those platforms, only one of them people rely on, and that's usually if they're using that as their hosting site. People that don't use that particular one as a hosting site, they don't get much off of it. So um that's kind of way i i view things it sounds like you're kind of doing the same thing kind of taking uh um a backtrack on some of the marketing just because it's like if people don't aren't demanding it you're gonna save yourself the headache
1: right yeah very much so very much so and i mean especially when you're when you're d- playing in certain genres especially with like underground metal um I mean, there's a follower base out there, obviously, but it's not a huge moneymaker like what you see with these major pop artists or mogul, you know, record labels or anything like that. So, you know, it's uh, it's if not more so for the fun of it and uh, a labor of love and a hobby more than um, trying to make it some kind of capital thing. I mean, it'd be cool to get a little bit of exposure, you know, have a song show up on a mm-hmm. Soundtrack for a veteran created movie or something, you know, but and have that have that connection and networking. But yeah, it's just more for the fun of it and for, you know, making music.
0: So um would it be okay if I played one of the songs from We Are Beasts uh and if so what song would you like me to yeah, play I, and we'll just take a quick break and I could play it
1: Yeah by all means that. Oh no no it's totally fine I'd be more than more than happy for you to play some of the music um it it's really up to you um the single and the second to last track off of the EP Ultimate Sacrifice is uh one of my one of the first songs that i recorded um for that album and um mm-hmm. it definitely you know impacts a lot of the the feelings that um we have having to bring our fallen brothers home and and you know just kind of that contextual thing um you know i've done funeral details before i'm sure you have too and it, or you know someone who has and, and you know we all have known more than one person who has uh you know fallen um, while while serving their country, so it's definitely a very uh, uh, impactful thing. Um, it means a lot, you know, not just
0: okay, so to. I'll, I'll go ahead and play that, and, and yeah. for those,
1: I'll go ahead and play
0: that. And what I recommend is people go to wearebeast.com Bandcamp.com and look up the lyrics during this because the lyrics are very impactful. You know, it's you know it's heavy metal and sometimes it's hard to distinguish them. Um, I think in this case, definitely read the lyrics along with this because they are it's pretty impactful. I love having a um I don't normally do interviews with a computer in front of me because it's really distracting uh I'm not quite sure if it's more or less distracting than having a big picture window to downtown Detroit with people walking in front of me waving to me, running but, running. but <laughs> in this case it's very helpful uh the computer that is not not the people distracting me <laughs> so all right and then I just blah 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 I played it yada 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 um we'll come back in. Three, two. Okay, so that was Ultimate Sacrifice by We Are Beasts. Now, Derek, you have multiple projects going on or
1: multiple band projects, music projects. Yep. Yep, that's correct. Um I'm involved uh actually in a lot of projects. Um so I've got the We Are Beasts band. Um that's one of my my primary projects that I kind of front run. Um, with a couple of other people who uh, collaborate and contribute with that. Um, uh, and I like a lot of especially metal, I listen to a lot of metal, so I'm involved with a lot of different subgenres within the metal uh, scene and community. and um, so I've got the We are Beasts. Um, I have a experimental death metal project called um, the Anointing Maelstrom. It's all focused around like natural disasters and and things like that, a little more esoteric. And then uh, I have a one man black metal project, uh, very influenced from the Scandinavian uh, black metal, underground black metal scene called Tehazu, which is uh, ancient Sumer for battle. Um, I have several releases for that. I have a couple of more releases coming out this year with that. Um, I am uh, the vocalist for a international collaboration project called Decoherence with a guy from the UK. Uh, we just put a vinyl out on a label called Sentient Ruin Laboratories. Um, and that's for sale right now. Um, I've done several full-length releases with an, un, another uh, underground artist from uh, New Hampshire called Deck Arabia. And uh, we've had uh, a couple of cassettes come out, cassette tapes come out on uh, a couple of underground labels with that release. Um, Wait, recently? Um, the last tape that came out was in late December um with uh, people, people are still buying cassette tapes oh yeah there's a there's been a huge resurgence for uh collecting and buying and trading uh cassette tapes um i i buy and collect cassette tapes as well as cds still i
0: mean i know about vinyl i know there's a huge thing with vinyl i know um what especially with third man records out of detroit now they have their own thing where they'll they'll help people record and, and really send vinyl i cassettes that okay I don't know yeah if I still have yeah it's pretty player. awesome
1: um <laughs> um yeah they're they're, they're kind of hard to find unless you know um if you have an older vehicle it might still have a tape deck in it but you can still find a cassette player like combo stereos and stuff out there but yeah that's uh it's definitely a, a a very niche kind of thing um <laughs> um but yeah we yeah we put out a couple of cassettes with uh with that collaboration project um the Anointing Maelstrom death metal project. I've had a cassette come out with that. I have another cassette for that coming out later this year. Um, I'm also in an international black metal band called Portal Malum with guys Amazon. from the U.S. Still and sell
0: cassette players on Amazon
1: yeah yeah you know you can still find them yeah
0: yeah it's harder for me to find an hd radio on amazon than it is for a cassette player go go figure at least we know what it takes off
1: (laughs) (laughs) right yeah no it's 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 kind of wild the the so then i'm in another band called ordo malum it's an international black metal project with guys from the u.s and from the country of romania um and then I'm in a grind band called uh beer enema living here in the North Midwest, you know, uh, beer and alcohol are very, uh, very commonplace in, in social happenings and whatnot. So, um, just kind of a play on that with, uh, uh plenty of comedy and, um, and whatnot involved with that project. And that's here locally in Wisconsin. Um, Let's see. And then I do a lot of, uh, other than that, I do a lot of, uh, vocal appearances and other instrumental collaborations apart from doing artwork with uh, various artists. I've done vocal appearances for bands from France, South Africa, um, the U S, um, uh, all over the place in, in a
0: well, how's varying, degree how of different uh, sub uh, uh, mm-hmm. how does that work when you're When you're doing it overseas like that, is it all, are you actually visiting anything or are you just doing it all Um, over? I'd like to visit a lot of those.
1: uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to visit some of those guys at some point, but yeah, a lot of it is, you know, we connect with via SoundCloud or Bandcamp and then we send emails back and forth and chat via messenger. And then we'll send, we'll email tracking to each other. And then we each individually do our tracking in our, either our home studios or a local studio and then send it back. Um, and 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 whatnot i have a little bit of a background as well as a as a sound technician and stagehand from working at live venues in the past so um doing some of the engineering side of it and and mastering and things um i do that too sometimes but yeah it works out really well it's really so cool real, to see like stage all hand, the different... real
0: audio stuff <laughs> because i could tell you from firsthand experience just because you work audio doesn't mean you can work audio for a band. Like, I could do an open mic. No problem. I could just do a simple guitar mic and uh, uh, you know an acoustic guitar mic and a vocal mic or for Santa comedians. That's, you know, especially presentations and things. No problem. Doing that for years, professionally and whatever, for years, years. A full band? No, no, no. My hand's up. Not me. That's, no, that's no, not, me.
1: Up, not me. Oh, yeah. Not... Yeah, it gets crazy. I mean, I've, I even going back to high school which is well over a decade ago now i uh i have a a little bit of background with that because i used to run the sound booth uh for major theater performances um our high school was an off off broadway theater you know orchestral productions and things like that and then after i got out of the military for a time i was working at um alpine valley music hall which is a large outdoor music venue here uh in the state of wisconsin and uh Got to uh, help help uh, set everything up, and then run help run sound, uh, operate boards and whatnot for very large acts. I've gotten I, I met Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park before he died. I've met Chris Cornell. I've met Jimmy Page from the Black Crows. Um, met a lot of lot of people doing that kind of stuff, and that was really cool.
0: Oh man, so that's a lot of projects. How do you balance that? And of course, you have a day job as well, which we don't need to go into, but. How do you balance all that besides not doing social media?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's just I'm just I guess I'm just become really efficient at uh, just prioritizing things and, and working on projects as they come in. Oh, they, there's even a couple of bands that I forgot to mention. Um, uh, I work with some other guys from the US in a band called Tethna Um It's like super avant-garde experimental stuff. Um, And then another international project called Azidahaka, um, which is uh, sourced from a Persian uh, dragon of the apocalypse. Um, But that's like an ambient project, a lot of sampling and stuff. But um, it's um, it's just a lot of like prioritization. It's like, okay, I'm talking with this guy. He's really punctual and on point about communicating and sending tracks. So, you know, we'll get that done and worked on and everything. And and then just kind of just kind of make a good order of, uh, of tasks to do and, uh, prioritize it from there and just work on things as they come in. Um, it, it, you know, with, with how different, especially with people overseas it is with time zone and, and days and everything. Um, it actually works out pretty well because there's a little bit of space and time between working on various projects at whatever stage that they're at to, uh, you know uh get things done and uh yeah it it has i really haven't had any hiccups uh with any of that stuff besides you know uh lack of communication at times just because you know a lot of these guys also have uh, uh primary day jobs too so they're you know they're all busy so um some some projects can take a year to to finish a release and some projects you know they're done in a matter of weeks so um it, yeah, it it's really dynamic in that sense. There's a lot there's a lot that you can and can't do just based on availability and where things are, you know, in a process for for um releasing a project.
0: So, are you getting paid for this? Like are you contracting is is like like a studio musician or something?
1: Um not really. I do um I do take commissions for when I do logo work for bands or uh, artwork Um, album cover artwork and and things like that at times. But most of the time, it's just it's just a hobby and a labor of love. So, you know, we'll release we'll we'll work on a project together and we'll release it. And um, if we end up working with a label to release uh, physical formats, um, you know, we'll we'll get a percentage of that or we'll get paid royalties from sales through Bandcamp or Spotify or whatever um, from the artists. If if that's what they want to do, you know, sometimes it's just done for free. Um, and, and sold for free. Um, it's just really, uh, dependent on what everyone wants to do. So, um, like I said before, you know, you don't, you know, especially in, in the genre of metal and, and underground metal, um, there's not, you're not making a lot of money. Most of the money that's being made with those kinds of acts, unless you get super popular on, on one of those sales sites is playing live, um, you know, having, you know, getting payouts through management and going on tours and then selling merchandise, that's where a lot of the money comes from for those bands in the, in, in that Avenue. Um, other than that, no, it's just for fun. So, but, um, I've, I've done a couple of interviews and a couple of releases have been kind of, uh, um, uh, showcased in, in various, uh, publications online and things like that. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It gets out there in, uh, whatever, whatever capacity. And if people like it, they like it. If not, and that's fine. I still like doing it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's see here.
0: You're an artist. You are vocalist, guitarist for uh, more bands than you could remember at any given moment. And you're also, you know, you also have a full time day job. And you you do some. Uh, well, your one band, uh, we are beasts. That has a particular like veteran type thing which makes it different. is there any part of, like a charity or is this just like an awareness or
1: um awareness <clears throat> um it's it's more for just you know by veterans for veterans and civil servants kind of thing you know um th- i mean there's there's a lot of organizations out there, and I like connecting with them and 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 sharing sharing the art and just being able to connect and talk with veterans and stuff. But I mean uh that the We Are Beast band and project we 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 make the material because you know we want to honor honor you know our service, our our brothers and sisters in arms of their service and their sacrifices. And um it's just uh it's just kind of our creative way of of honoring them and kind of showing the world, you know, some of the experiences Opinions and, and whatever else that, that, you know, um, many of us hold in some degree or another. And, um, just, uh, you know, it's just a, a fun thing to do and maybe help, you know, if it helps someone, if, if, if a veteran enjoys it, you know, hey, it's, it's there for them and they can listen to it whenever they want. If it's cathartic and helps, that's awesome. If, uh, you know, they just, they just like, uh, like that kind of music. I mean, that's awesome. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's just, it's just kind of a varying degree of things. I, I uh, the the song uh, Ultimate Sacrifice, I had um, originally put up a YouTube video just kind of jamming the the, the riff out, and um, a couple of veterans um, kind of asked, you know, hey, are you going to make make an album of this? Are you going to make a full song of this? So I thought about it for a while, and I was like, yeah, all right, yeah, I'll do that. So, and then I just ended up uh, starting the whole band, so...
0: Yeah, that's that's always cool when you know you're just playing with an idea and people are like I dig that. That's pretty cool. Um one thing I did notice on the on the band cap, I don't know if this for all your projects or just We Are Beasts. When you go to buy something, it's uh um it's it's whatever you want to pay. It's uh you suggest price or whatever it is. Um which that's something I've read about for, for quite a while. And I have my own uh, opinions about that, but I do want to ask you how, how does that work? Like, is it working well? Is it,
1: how- as, as far as the pay as you, uh, you know, pay what you want. I mean, that's a, that's a setting within the metadata for, for the band camp. Um, you know um, some of the other projects, you know, yeah, I have a set fixed price for, for an album for sale or whatever, but um, with that project, it's, it's honestly it's a lot more meaningful if um you know if somebody likes it but they don't have money or whatever and and coming you know from a veteran standpoint i understand that sometimes there's not a lot of money coming in you know um and uh you know living off of compensation or whatever and uh you know it's it's there to download for free if they want it and and if they like it and uh you know that's just a way to support it um there's been a couple of downloads, nobody's paid for it yet, and that's fine um it's not that's not really a project that i'm I'm looking to you know be be capitalizing on for for uh, well,
0: you made two bucks today. I could tell you that right now <laughs> well, that's beside the point <laughs> yeah the
1: point. right you know and uh and 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 that's cool you know if if somebody you know wants to pay that's fine but yeah no it's it's more there that project in particular it's there for 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 our brothers and sisters and um, for for something for them to just listen to and enjoy and uh, understand that, you know, they're they're not alone in that situation. And that, uh you know, they're you know, it, it's just the, the whole dynamic of of the lifestyle and the culture and everything. And um, yeah, yeah, not not intending to make money on that project at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm more than happy to just have it downloaded by people, you know,
0: I think at this moment, let's go ahead and uh, we'll go to uh, Toad and Reads, where I pretty much dive into the things that you don't like. Uh, it's social media. <laughs> Time to, um, I kind of feel bad. I feel like I'm going to remind you why you stay off of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. That's okay, you know. I, I still try and, you know, keep up on things and, and various current events and the news and, and other things that may be going on with social media, but yeah, I don't like I don't like using it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um
0: for let me check something here. I want to make sure I'm reading something. I did find one thing that I want to bring up, but I'm not gonna screen share normally when I do these uh these calls like this. Uh I'll screen share, but because this is a closed group, I'm not gonna say the name, so I'm not gonna screen share. Um just for, for our own people's privacy because it's not an open group, it's not public. So I will not do that. Um not this time, maybe maybe another time. I don't know, but not this time. I'm not gonna do that. Um, but I'm reading from the group Disgruntled Underground. Um I'm not quite sure if they have ties to uh oh it is ties to discur- disgruntled vets. Hey, I used to be on disgruntled discussions, hey. Um so yeah, uh, my friends over there at Disgruntled uh, Vets. Oh, yeah. uh, this uh, is their disgruntled, disgruntled underground. underground. They shared a link. Uh, to an article from Hill Reporters, uh, the headline is, Watch Fox News Hosts Bash Veterans for Assessing uh, or Accessing. They bash veterans for assessing their benefits, accessing their benefits. Well, I can't say that word right. Uh, and whether or not they did that or not, let's put that to the side and read the comments. Um. You know, we'll take that as face value because part of this is kind of seeing what other people think. Um, And the first comment is, um, "Well, Trump bashed POW, so is all fits." And wh- <laughs> see, first, we get right into the political discussion, right into that. Ah. Uh. Um, I'm going to edit this one a little bit, but the person pretty much says, uh, sign up and do a tour, then talk to me. If not, shut your, I'm going to replace what they said and say mouth. Um, they said something not so, uh, work appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) You're, 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 uh, you're, you're, um, yeah, they, they used another term uh, for rooster, basically. <laughs> and all veterans know exactly what they said.
1: <laughs> yep. Where you put your
0: roosters at. <laughs> uh, uh, that's,
1: what, that's what I love about the veteran community. You know, there's, there's, you know, we don't like to filter or sugarcoat anything. It's great.
0: No, no. And when we're in a closed group, when we're in a veteran community, we let it go. We're we're not well. This person, you know, you gotta feel like the no. We're like no. That person is a, and we just let it go. And that's when reason I don't say people's names because this is wow. This it's a safe space. I'll go ahead and use that word. I don't care. It's you know for veterans when we're all together, it feels like a safe space, especially if we're behind in a closed group. But in the open, we don't. We may be a little more. Uh, um you know, some I shouldn't say everyone because no, there no way, uh, uh-uh. uh, not even maybe fifty percent. But <laughs> say at least in a metal band, you could just scream and not everyone will even hear the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs>
1: to to some context, yeah. I mean, some, some some is much more intelligible than others, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, I, I and, and that's part of why I like metal so much. I've been listening to metal since I was, you know, easily. Six years old, seven years old, you know, and it's just, it's, it's much more real in its, uh, in its context and, uh, uh emotional, uh, evocation and everything. So, uh,
0: an occasion we do get someone that pays attention and has something more balanced. Uh, this person who obviously read the article and then watched the videos, he says, I don't see it as bashing. He was a combra. He was a combat Marine. Well, once Marine, always Marine. So there's never really a was, but I don't know. Once Marine, always Marine. So why would you reenlist? That's the way I saw it. That's why I got out. That's the way I saw it. Um, he was a combat Marine. He is saying there is a lingering in the system. Use it if you need it. If not, if you can handle it, then pay your own way. This way there is still going to be a system for those that are indignant and need it a uh, perfect example of a misleading misleading headline uh, which does bring up when you're actually having a conversation an actual balance you know about something a conversation there's always going to be people no matter what your opinion is they're going to if they don't 100% agree with you then they're going to say say no kind of like the uh if you're if if you're against illegal immigrants if you're trying to do something against illegal immigrants all of a sudden you're against all immigrants which is not what the policy (laughs) is um not Uh, not (laughs) naming any names but we see it time and time again where people are like hey look maybe illegal immigrants i kind of like that they can't vote what you're against immigrants voting no that's not what i said i said illegal immigrants shouldn't vote they don't They technically aren't part of our system here. Why don't you think immigrants are part of the system? Do you know that that your ancestors are immigrants? That's not what I said. And they just go off. It's kind of one of those type things. Um, (laughs) Oh, man, there's a great meme. It says, there's, there's just this meme. It says, I didn't read the article, but let me tell you what I think about the headline. Great. I think someone's <laughs> been watching the show. I think someone's been watching the show. <laughs> uh, somebody, oh, this is a great line. He accidentally had a point, it, although this is a clickbait article. <laughs> I like that. I might use that one day. They accidentally had a point. <laughs> And uh, let me find one or two more here, then I'll, then I'll move on to something I can screen share. Um, I, okay, so when I first saw this article, I, I, saw, this, I saw this comment, and it's something I kind of relate to. Um, this guy says, as the old saying goes, soldiers are considered heroes in wartime and bums in peacetime. I knew that it was just a matter of time before the liberal media turns on the military. i would never heard that
1: quote before. <sighs> yeah, I don't honestly I don't think I've really heard it in that in that specific wording or context before. Um no, I mean it, it, in that that kind of opinion I think has existed since Vietnam really. Um mm-hmm. So this article, it, well, it's not an article. It was a screenshot of
0: what looks like it was something off the blotter. Um, it was, who would have thought that a giant box of knives uh, sitting on the street would have been attracted to criminals? Uh, a hunt for a gang who ransacked knife amnesty bin, which I'm told is not an super uncommon type thing. I mean, I've seen uh, these bins with all sorts of different things. Some of them actually have like the cookie monster on it. They insert your knives here. It's just, to me that by itself is uh, (laughs) again, very political, but it's like we would see that here if we banned guns and there's a picture accompanying with it with a number of knives and cleavers and hatchets, which I swear when these hatchets just looks just like one that I personally own. Um, Maybe two of them. And the first comment is actually great because it actually links to the article, but we don't read that, so we're going to move on to the comments. Uh, And the page I'm reading from is Being Libertarian. Yep, the Being Libertarian page, because that just happens to be the place where I saw it. Uh, The first comment uh, that actually has words on it is, you have to go after the manufacturers to stop the knife epidemic. Uh, epidemic. Don't believe NRA propaganda. Only trained, licensed chefs should have access to paraculinary assault knives. It's time to take a stand against National Restaurant Association pro, pro knife agenda. I love uh, that. That is <laughs> such satire I love and that. amazing. That I wonder if there actually is a National Restaurant Association that calls themselves NRA. I hope there is. If there isn't, there should be. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how well you can see the the screenshots, but if you want to read a couple of these replies to this person's comment, um, go for it. I went ahead and highlighted one for you. If you can read if you can't. That's okay.
1: Yeah, I can read them. Oh, man, that's funny. There are some witty, witty commentators out there. That is funny.
0: Would you like to go ahead and read a couple of them?
1: Oh, sure. Um, So Tracy says, true story. Do you know how many times I've cut my finger while chopping veggies? And I am not a trained or licensed chef. That's
0: what the knife industry wants you to believe. All knives should be banned. Oh man! Uh, Swiss, <laughs> Swiss knives, Leatherman's. Whoever says uh, multiple blade knives should be outlawed. Oh, mine's mine's up on the table right now. I swear I have three different leathermen. Um, like two other I, I have so many multi tools, but I use them in my job. I mean, I've gone to federal, you know, federal buildings where they will search your entire vehicle and everything, and they'll be like, Do you have any knives on you? Yeah, I got like three on me, and I need them <laughs> for my job. And they just go, Okay. You know, it's just, but then again, we're in America. And that's kind of, let me go, I'll, I'll go ahead and go to a different thread here. Because there's usually one comment I normally read and I see it. I, and here it is right here. Um, well, every time I think of the United States is a joke, I just remember the UK. <laughs> that's usually accompanied by and I'm sure you've heard this one before whenever we talk about the gun debate and a British person tells you you know hey why do you guys even have guns you know we don't have them over here life is great you know what last time we cared what you said about you know gun control was like 1775, 1775.
1: you know <laughs> after, we <won> that, <laughs> right.
0: after we won the right not to have our weapons confiscated by by the government um uk is just the opening act <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i mean and and all my friends that i talk to like in the uk or in uh europe like finland or germany or whatever they're they i mean even they admit you know things are so messed up over there it's like you know it <laughs> yeah it's it's such a weird dichotomy
0: Okay, we'll 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 end it this on two comments. Um, I'll read this one, then you could read the the the, the last one. Um, All those poor innocent knives m- may be forced into nefarious activities. Oh, the humanity! <laughs> <laughs> and then know. our last comment that we're reading off of the being libertarian. Uh, <laughs> at least it's Facebook not guns. Page, am I right? knives.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah at least it's not guns if I right, knives don't kill anyone (laughs) tell a correctional officer that oh man or like that uh that badass uh, that badass Gurkha in the British military you You know what I'm talking about that Gurkha in the British military he ended up like getting in hand to hand combat with Taliban and uh he he, like fought him off with his cookery that 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 curved machete type blade that the Gurkhas carry. Oh, yeah,
0: I have a couple crazy of those. I mean, story. I I I I'm familiar with what you're talking about.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> they're awesome. Maybe one day I'll I'll pull out my knife collection. Um, or I won't. Uh, <laughs> although I've had though I've had people ask me to pull out my Janko collection. Um. Which I'm wearing a pair of Jenkos right
1: now. I'll probably. <laughs> oh, the '90s nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they're
0: they're they're so they're supposedly coming back, and there's my Jenko comment of of the episode. Oh yeah, Please I got more old. to talk about Jenkos. <laughs> you feel old. I'm trying to get the the CEO on the show. <laughs> They, I'm, on on I'm on the radar i'm on the they radar they sent me stickers i'm on the, I'm on on the radar the <laughs> oh derek thank you for coming on the show derek, <laughs> once on again, please, show. Tell once again please tell people where they could find your music, music projects and check projects, you out and check you out
1: all right all right yeah thanks for oh, having me scott i really too. appreciate oh, it this our project too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um okay, so the the Patriotism Military Veteran uh By vets4vets band, We Are Beasts, it's a wearebeast.bandcamp.com. Um I sell paintings uh, or do commission artwork. Um usually you can contact me through the Bandcamp Bandcamp uh page's uh contact form um or you know just post a comment on a youtube video or whatever and uh you know we can well you know i i work it out with people but um i do sell paintings do you have
0: samples of your art anywhere
1: um i have one painting for sale on my tahazu bandcamp page my uh my one of my other primary projects uh, is tahazu t a h a z u com, and if you go to merch uh there's a uh, the merch tab there's a painting there that i have for sale it's just kind of one of my styles but um i'm fairly diverse with that i, I can do a lot of stuff which is pretty cool so uh we are beast um or tahazu t-a-h-a-z-u.bandcamp.com for for other music and artwork um and uh yeah once again thanks for having me on the show uh awesome awesome talking to you uh uh here and uh you know outside of this as well it's always great to uh connect with uh, other veterans and uh, people who are doing uh, awesome things kind of outside the norm like this. It's, it's really awesome.
0: I appreciate that. Uh, thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for watching. Hope you enjoy our discussion. Uh, you can find media layer sandwich at media We have a Facebook group. People can totally come into the Facebook group um, and and converse and promote your other pieces. Those that do actually use social media, you are totally welcome. And thank you for, again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed our discussion and may the algorithms be in your favor.